welcome to our podcast, Do You Speak Culture? Sustainable insights from people around the world. We are Georgia and Sydney from Student Hub Kur, recording this daily podcast for the Sustainable Week Switzerland 2021. In this format, we talk to different young adults around the world about sustainable topics. Please note that we are not professionals and doing this for the first time. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome, Alice. We are very glad to have you here today in our podcast. Can you just introduce yourself to the audience? All right. Hi, I'm Alice Strider. I am 24 years old and I am currently a nanny for the cutest little two-year-old. Uh, she's so sweet. And my passion is um, right now I'm actually in a band, all four girls. They're called the Knee Highs. Very excited to continue to just kind of make music with them and see where we take off and where we go. So that's kind of what I've been really focusing on. I am from the Chicagoland area and I'm still currently living there. Great. So we will start with our two opening questions. The first one is, if you were head of state in the US, what would you change? So this question was kind of a loaded question. There was just so much I would want to change in my country. I feel like I could talk about this forever, but to kind of just go over the important things, I would want to change um, I would end war on drugs. Um, I would want like police reform, better education, uh, health care for all. I would probably change gun laws and change like the prison systems here. A lot of the problems that we have in this country are because of like racism and sexism and just how our country kind of was built off of those things. And even though it's been like 300 years since the start of the United States, it's so embedded in everything. I mean, in housing, in education, and again, like prison systems, law enforcement, like everything has some rooted racism in it. And it's so terrible. And I feel like for the longest time, we kind of just would put blankets over it. Like, oh yeah, okay, we'll, we'll give you a little bit and then we're just gonna pretend like this doesn't exist, which isn't really solving the problem at all. It's kind of just making it disappear for a little bit or from the public eye, but it's still there and still breeding and still, you know, harming all, you know, so many people in our country and people of color. So those are probably some things I would change. And I would probably change them in a way of like, well, I would end the war on drugs. And obviously I think that addiction is not something that should be met with incarceration. I think that addiction is more of a health problem. It's definitely something that stems more from somebody's community and how, how what they have like in terms of resources, like do they have access to a job? Do they have access to a community? Um, do they have a place to go to practice their religion? Do they have good education? Like those are things that really are important to people. And when people don't have access to basic needs and a community to support them, like it's, I don't know why it would be so crazy for them to resort to something like a drug addiction because they don't really have anything. And it's just so wrong that instead of trying to look at that as like a health problem or a community problem or something that can be easily fixed, it's more of like, well, we're just gonna incarcerate you. And really, you know, war on drugs was created like it, it was just such a racist thing. It was very, um, it was targeted towards like the black community and people of color and um, which really then results to our overpopulation in our prison systems, which again, like is another problem of 
you know, we have so many people, we have the most people in prison in our country out of all the countries. And the number of the people in our prison that are people of color and specifically black people is like so absurd. I mean, black people are incarcerated like five times more than white people. And so I think that just like things like that, and again, it's embedded in everything. Like those are just a few things. So just kind of um, going over everything. And I feel like accepting that we are um, founded off of racism because I don't even think we've really accepted that as a country like as a government again it's more of like blanketed it's more of like yeah this is happening but let's just kind of and it's not solving anything so I think really just owning up to it and then trying to take steps to change that to try to educate people to try and educate young people of like the history of black people and not just kind of swifting over it and then to try and change things like, like police reform and whatnot and better um, training for police officers and, you know, having accountability for racist police officers. That's another thing that is so terrible is so there's no accountability. They have like this union and it's like almost like a pact and they have like this weird blue code where, you know, if one officer does something that's wrong, you know, the other officers will just keep quiet. So then it just makes all the officers wrong. And it's this, this gross system where they allow for cops to be racist or to like do illegal things and get away with it and like the worst that happens to them is that they kind of get moved to a different location or they get like a nice retirement early which like again is not solving the problem at all it's just pushing it off so I guess that's some of the things I would change yeah, those are great. I mean, there's like a lot that you guys want, like that you want to change. And I love that. Um, and I mean, you guys have just come out of a very, I don't even know what to call the last four years. Um, and I mean, now it's, let's not get into that, but <laughs> now you, you know, it's a new step. Um, and I mean, it's so, it, the future is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. We've seen that like the last four years, but also like the last year, especially with uh, the coronavirus. But where do you see the state in 10 years? I would like to see more equality. Um, and I'd like to see better pay. I'd like to see health care for all. Um, I'd like to see a citizenship for all. I'd like to see a better, better path to citizenship. I have friends who struggle with that and just hearing from like their experiences and trying to understand what they've been through is so incredibly hard to since I'm very fortunate to be white in this country and have been born in this country. So I can't even imagine not having those two things and how hard that must be. So just making it easier for everyone to have, you know, a, a a better life just to not stress about things you know basic needs and to be able to focus on their um passions and their hobbies because I feel like every human deserves that every human deserves to be able to not worry about food on the table or getting health care or getting a good education system and they should only have to worry about you know little things that are happening and they're like like normal things stuff that maybe I have to worry about and just getting to enjoy their passions and their hobbies. So that's kind of where I would like to see it is where everyone would be able to have that time for themselves. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think also important, you already mentioned it, the healthcare, and that's also the topic we're gonna talk about today. I will just start with the question, do you have a healthcare? 
now I do, but for the longest time, I did not have healthcare. And I actually had a really bad accident um, when I didn't have healthcare. And I kind of wanted to talk about my experience through that and just like how that experience really changed my idea on healthcare and how, how scary it was. I was actually, I was underage. I was at a party and everyone was drunk and I wasn't, I was supposed to be the designated driver. Well, I'm like young, I'm, you know, stupid, not making great decisions. And I do a backflip. That's another story. And I break my neck at this party. Yeah. I I actually, I, I fractured my sixth vertebrae in my, in my neck and I'm, you know, very shocked at this point. It doesn't really hurt that bad other than kind of like this rush of numbness in my neck. And I knew something was wrong, but I didn't have health insurance. So it wasn't like call an ambulance. It's like, don't call an ambulance. I can't afford an ambulance. Okay. Now, how do I get out of this situation? It's 3 a.m. I'm calling, calling people, calling people. No one's answering. How do I get out of this party that's in the middle of nowhere in a barn? Those American parties, right? (laughs) somewhere in the middle of nowhere in a barn. So finally, one of my friends answers and she comes and picks me up and I, she drives me home. I get home. I knock on my mom's door and I'm like, mom, like we need to go to the hospital. I broke my neck. And her first reaction is no, we can't afford a hospital. Let's go to a clinic, which is basically like, it's like kind of like a hospital, but it's a small, it's more of like a small little clinic. They're usually cheaper. They don't really have all the same care, but usually people go there for like colds or things like that. And I was like, mom, it's 3M. They're not going to be open. They're not 24 seven. She's like, well, we have to go try. It's in the other direction. So we drive in the other direction, go to this other clinic and they're not open. So then we drive the other direction to go to the hospital. So now that's the last resort. We get to the hospital, we do all the testing. I have like a concussion. I also am like bleeding all over my face because I fell here. Um, I I fractured my sixth vertebrae and now my mom's like scrambling to figure out how are we gonna afford this? Like we can't pay for any of this. The only reason why we're here is that so that you don't die because we don't know, you know, what happened. Like you could be very concussed. You're we don't know what's happening in your neck. Like, you know, that's really close to so many important uh veins and even just your spine. So it could really mess you up. I could be paralyzed, who knows? So obviously that was the only option. But just like that extra stress of you know, instead of her being like, we need to get you immediately to the hospital, she's worried about finance, which is so horrible for like a mother to have to first think because she has to think of the future. She has to think like, how will I continue to feed them if I can't afford these medical bills? Like, how will I afford to put them through school? How will I afford to just do like the everyday things we've been doing so that they can live like their normal lives? And like, I kind of understand that, but at the same time, it's, it's messed up that people have to think about that instead of, someone's safety and health first so yeah I ended up being okay luckily but just kind of living through that and understanding that health insurance is so important to be able to afford to be healthy and to get care when you need it and it was just a really scary experience having to go through all of that and it could have gotten worse through any of those trips to here or there because I'm moving my neck around so it could have been a lot worse for me and I'm very lucky that it wasn't and just thinking of so many people where it is worse for them or in other situations where they don't go to the hospital because it's maybe something a little bit more minor but it ends up getting worse and so many people have you know now go through experiences where they don't go to the hospital because they can't afford it and then their injury becomes like 
life-threatening or it becomes something where the pain or the injury becomes kind of permanent and they have to live with it for the rest of their life just because they couldn't afford health insurance. I mean, health insurance here is like a private owned, they're private owned companies. So right now I'm paying like $200 a month for health insurance and my health insurance is terrible. Like to give you a perspective, I can't get the, um, I can't get uh, COVID testing unless it is extremely dire. Like I need to basically be like dying to get a COVID test. I need to be in a hospital in like an emergency room. But if I was exposed to somebody, that's not enough for me to get a COVID test. If I'm having like slight symptoms, that's not enough. Like I would have to pay the hundred dollars to get a COVID test, which I don't always just have lying around, you know? <laughs> so it's like, again, it's a problem in uh, our health system that I can't get something that's so basic that's happening to everyone in the world right now and almost everyone in the world right now has some sort of access to it or at least most people do and I don't because of my health insurance and it's like I'm paying for health insurance to provide me better health but I'm not actually getting it so what am I really paying for to be to to be legal because it's illegal to not have health insurance in the U.S. I mean I'm not getting any benefits out of it. So I feel like I'm just paying the government to be like, look, I'm, I'm legal, I'm doing it, but I'm not getting anything back. Thanks for taking my money. And now I'm not able to get COVID testing and so many other things I can't get for, with my health insurance. And if I wanted to get better health insurance, I'd probably be paying like, you know, $300 or $400 a month, which is like a whole car payment or for some people like half the rent, you know, it's, again, just very ridiculous. And um, I've talked to my friend who is actually in like the healthcare system and she's studying to be a doctor and whatnot. And I've had like these conversations with her on how I think that we should have healthcare for all because I think everyone deserves to have healthcare and to have the opportunity to, you know, get the help they need. And she's saying that the United States has the best health um, experts in the world but we have the worst healthcare because it's so expensive. So she said it's kind of hard to come up with a plan. This was her opinion to come up with a plan because um, if we get rid of private healthcare, then apparently we're not like competing enough. I don't know. It's something with like competing enough to for doctors and researchers to get paid. They get paid more money to be able to research and find out more things like in terms of like AIDS or just any, any diseases, you know, they're researching and they're, you know, top of the world. But again, like then the people are kind of just not getting any healthcare. So it's great that they're trying to do all this research, but I, I, how can we find a middle in that? You know, I feel like we don't need to have the best. I think that it's more important for people to have the best care than it is for us to have like the best researchers or at least some kind of balance between the two, because it's just so bad over here. And it's kind of funny, you know, well, we have the best doctors in the world right but no one can go to them like so why what are they doing you know I don't understand it's ridiculous it's first of all thank you so much for sharing your personal story I'm like I'm literally in shock because yeah. I've never in my life no matter where I've lived or even like if I've traveled I've never thought about oh I can't go to the doctor or I can't call an ambulance like never and I've I've done some you know how you said you know, when you're a kid or a teenager, you do some weird stuff. Well, yeah, I've been down that road and <laughs> I've had like, you know, things happening and I've just never thought about that. And that mm -hmm. is 
you know, when you hear things like that, you think about like a foreign country somewhere, somewhere, you know, like a small, I don't know, but it's the States and it's, it's crazy. How yeah. is it? How is it? You said that it's illegal not to have health insurance. Yeah, it's like you're legally you're supposed to have health insurance. So, but I don't know really how well enforced that is. I guess I don't really know too much about it, so I don't want to speak too much about it. I guess I've just been told that it's illegal to not have health insurance. I don't even really know if that is very accurate. It's more of something that my parents have told me and people have told me that you have to have it. So I think it, that is a thing, but I honestly don't know enough about it other than people have told me that. <laughs> Do you know a lot of people that don't have health insurance? I mean, it's great that you yeah. can finally, you know, have health insurance, but is it like super common that just like, you know, I mean, we're all the same age about, like, is that normal for people in our age not to have health insurance? My, some of my friends still don't have health insurance to this day. I grew up in a neighborhood that was very, um, very rich heavy and very poor heavy. So it was like, there wasn't really a middle class. It was very one or the other. So a lot of people did have health insurance at my school. And I always felt like I was, it was weird that I didn't, but I'm sure that there were a lot of people who didn't as well with me. And maybe I just didn't know them. But now in my adult life, knowing people from different areas, you know, outside of high school, outside of my hometown, there are a lot of people who don't have health insurance and who can't afford it. Um, another bandmate of mine doesn't have it. So like, she kind of can't go to the doctor if she's sick. She can't get, you know, she can't go to like, get any kind of checkups or anything like that so she's always trying to be really careful because she can't afford it and even my sister had a lot of experiences too because I have siblings and she hurt her ankle in uh soccer and didn't wasn't didn't go to the doctor for like weeks and weeks and it just got worse and worse and now she like has like permanent it's it kind of has like permanent pain in it because she it didn't heal properly and she didn't take care of it properly. So now it's always going to have like those aches and pains. And it's always going to be weaker than the other ankle instead of going through like physical therapy or something. And I've had other injuries as well. I've had, um, I had a back stress fracture in my lower back from gymnastics. And my family couldn't afford uh, physical therapy for that because that's like a whole other expense. You know, that's even more expensive than going to the doctor. So I always will have like back pains. And I have to be really careful with how I lift because it's so weak from just like my past experiences but I basically have like the back of an eight-year-old and I have to like live with that. It's really frustrating. Um, and it's not like I can just, it's, 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 it's silly that I would have to do the exercises myself. You know, I should be able to go to professional to get them done. It's silly that I would be expected to do it myself because I can't afford it. I feel like I should just be able to go to somebody who went to school for this to be able to help me so it gets better. So yeah, it is silly that we're like one of the, we're considered one of the top countries, but I don't know. We're not that great, honestly. <laughs> so when you had your accident, you told us about how were you able to, or your family pay for the bills? Good question. My mom scrambled and um, got health insurance, got like the Obamacare really fast. And then filed the claim afterwards, which I don't really know if that's legal or not. So I have no idea. I was young. I was still like underage and under her care. So she kind of handled that. And I'm pretty sure my grandpa paid for a lot of it too. Because um, he kind of has a little bit more money. But hmm, 
I guess I was lucky in that regard. Some people don't even have those options. So and it's kind of funny because my mom is kind of against Obamacare, but then she uses Obamacare because she can't afford health insurance. And I think she's a good example of somebody who has kind of been brainwashed by, you know, maybe Trump and people like that. So she doesn't really understand, I guess, what she's missing out on. I think a lot of people have this idea that I don't want to pay for other people. You know, I don't want to pay for other people's health insurance through taxes and stuff like that. But it's actually funny because, you know, GoFundMe? Yeah. yeah. They pay for like, I think it's, we should look this up, but they pay, I think it's for like a fourth of all medical bills in the US or something like that. So people are actually funding them each other. People are funding their community, but then they are, you know, almost brainwashed into this idea that they don't want to fund their community, but they already are funding their community. It's so backwards. I, I don't understand because to me, it's like, yeah, I'll fund people if I know and see where my taxes are going. I'm not only funding other people, I'm funding myself. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it'll be cheaper for people to do this. We'll save, I think it was like billions of dollars. I know it's just like, it's a great example that you brought that up with Go, like GoFundMe because I've actually seen petitions and I have uh, given money, I think for two, because you know, later they're, they're also so emotional and you're just like, no, yeah. I'm like totally doing this. I'm on the other side of the world, but whatever. And it's so weird because that is kind of health insurance. Like you just, right. but I guess when you don't see the other person, maybe it's just too abstract. Mm, yeah. So embedded. Cause like here, for example, it's so embedded that you have insurance for all kinds of things. Right. And, yeah. Well, There's also this idea that if we had healthcare for all, then the lines would be too long. Like that's always what people say in this country. The lines would be too long. You wouldn't be able to go and get, you know, your cold fixed. You wouldn't be able to go do this. And I'm like, where are you getting this? This is baseless information. Like who is telling you this? And it's again, like this, who is brainwashing my mom and these, you know, it's the older generation. And you're just like, this is not how it is. Like Canada is not like this. Japan is not like this. Like there's so many other countries are not like this. Well, and also like the whole thing about, well, then, you know, the lines would be so, so long is like, well, it's just, if it is like that, because there's so many people that need the help, then that's how it is. And then that's how, you know, we'll have to find a solution for that. But just being like, well, we don't want to deal with that. Right. All those people that have the illnesses, nah, because then I will be at the end of the line. I don't right. want and that is and it's the people who can afford it who are I think pushing this you know because they're like well I can afford all the best healthcare, so I don't want to be you know at the bottom of everybody else and it's like I can't believe that that is what you're thinking about you're not thinking about their health you're not thinking like health it's so basic like they say you know if you don't if you're not healthy it really affects your your mental health as well if you can't walk properly because of something that can be fixed or if you have like a bum ankle or whatever the case may be it's it's affecting your life your whole life so it's ridiculous that people don't even think of other people's struggles like that it's very selfish well i mean um, in your introduction and those opening questions, you've already said so many things that you would like to change. I really do hope that there will be some kind of change and that will be positive. And um, thank you so much for your insights and for your time. And it was super interesting to hear these things because to me, they're just so abstract and to hear somebody 
you know, talk about uh, such a personal experience is like, wow, this is not just a topic or like a problem that you hear on the news. It's like actually affecting individuals in yeah. such a really harsh way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, thank you so much, Ellie, for your time. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to get in touch with us via Instagram at studenthub.core. Don't miss tomorrow's episode. Bye. Bye.